You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I am your host and moderator, Joe Markle, with me as always. The Rex and Garrus to my shepherd, Sean Keller. Hey, how's it going, Joe? And Mike Pareto. I've just got to finish some calibrations, Shepard. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Shepard is the most famous person on the Citadel. This is a little nonsense. If you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. It's Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and more. Looking to get in one last night on the grill before winter? This week only, we've got T-bone steaks for $3.99 a pound. Are we crazy? Well, our parents thought so. If you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. Fresh fruit is what we're known for. That's why we put the word fruit on the side of the building. With new seasonal (laughs) options daily, you won't know just what you'll miss unless you stop in. Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand, Market and More. On the go? Why not grab one of our famous turkey lettuce wraps? Smoked turkey, fresh tomatoes, and our house-made sriracha mayo, all wrapped up and comfy tight in a crisp leaf of romaine lettuce. If you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. (laughs) Hi. I'm Frank Mitchell, co-owner of Mitchell Brothers Fruit Market and more. When my brother Clark and I were small boys, we dreamed of one day partnering up to own and manage a small, locally sourced fruit stand that was also a market and, well, more. (laughs) Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and more. So when Clark asked me to create a commercial jingle for our beloved fruit market, well, I leapt at the opportunity to make my big bro proud. It took several weeks of long, sleepless nights tucked away in my office at the back of the store with nothing but a pad of paper and this here Yamaha X20 keyboard. It runs on D batteries. Currently only $8.99 for a 12-pack at Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and More. (laughs) The first thing I had to do was teach myself how to play this dang thing. Did you know there are 66 keys on this and dozens of chord combinations? I didn't but I learned them all. (laughs) I had to, because what's a jingle without music? Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and More. Now, I had to write the jingle itself. (laughs) I knew that I wanted it to be about the store. That was the easy part. But which words do I emphasize? Which words do I rhyme? These are the kinds of questions I wrestled with during that long stretch locked away in my office. Ultimately, I settled on rhyming with brothers. And I was off. If you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. Others. That was an easy one. The word was right there at the tail end of brothers. But I knew that in order... I knew that in order to really take this thing home, I'd need a second rhyme for brothers. Covers? No, that's a slant rhyme. And how would I even connect it to the store? We've got you covered? No, that would put me even that would put me even further away from brothers. 
but there had to be another rhyme out there. If only I could find it. Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and more. Of course. Druthers! It was so <laughs> obvious! And once I had that, it only took me about three hours to finish writing the lyrics. I got in my Jeep and sped the whole way home. I couldn't wait to see my wife again. It had been six weeks since I locked myself in that office. <laughs> if you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. Mikey got stuck in the deadbolt. Huh, that's weird, I thought to myself. But after a bit of pushing, I discovered the door was unlocked. Huh, silly Chelsea. Luckily, we live in a safe neighborhood. I tried the wall switch, but I guess the power must have been out. As I made my way through the living room, I started to notice that Chelsea had done some redecorating. In fact, the furniture was completely different. Uh, Mitchell <laughs> Brothers Fruit Stand. <laughs> I called her name a few times, but she didn't answer. Must have gone to her mother's house after the power went out, I thought. Ah, well, I'll just call her up and... Well, I noticed a newspaper sitting on the coffee table. That's odd. Chelsea hates newspapers. I lifted it... I lifted it close to my face and squinted at something circled in the middle of the page. The obituaries. A familiar name. Clark Mitchell. If you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. I suddenly noticed the date at the top of the paper. December 11th, 2053. Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and More. Oh my god. I wasn't in that office for weeks or even months. It had been 33 years! <laughs> a, a mirror stood on a hutch against the wall. An old man with a long gray beard stared back at me. If you had your druthers, you'd forget all the others. <laughs> what have I done? How could I let this happen? How could I lower all these prices at Mitchell Brothers Fruit Stand Market and more? The more stands for savings! <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> that was quite a journey. <laughs> I want possibly to, I, also holds the record for longest <laughs> ad. I was trying to go for the longest ad. Hey there. Hey, I was just thinking about that chair. Joe, you, you sound like you sound like the uh, Nolan Batman. <laughs> what? Jai. Joe does? Swear to me. <laughs> you listen to a little nonsense. <laughs> Where the covers are just competitive. And then, <laughs> it's either, uh, the, it's either Christian Bale as Batman or every pro wrestler ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am... The Dark Master. What is it? What is you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you remember what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> no. Oh come on. Oh wait, yes, the guy, the guy with the stormtrooper <laughs> <Yes>. helmet, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh come on, you have seen this. Dazzled stormtrooper helmet. I, I, right? I did no. I? Oh come on, the Shock Master. The Shock Master. Hang on, we so have to, we have to watch this. I think this is a great way to start the podcast. Just a little setup. This is the WCW uh, was trying to introduce a brand new wrestling character that was going to take the world by storm. <laughs> so let's just watch what happens here. As There's Ric Flair. Hey, hey, no, 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 no
nature boy himself. That's right. Man, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Huh? <laughs> Every single person in this video is miles high on cocaine. <laughs> I'd say it's a one-to-one -one cocktail of cocaine and steroids. It seems to me, if you was as smart as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war. I can't believe people love this. <laughs> like they love it. I, I don't get it either, but I know some, some good friends of mine who eat this stuff up. I mean, when you, got, when you overhear this in a bar, you leave. <laughs> One guy is le legit dressed as Colonel Sanders. Do you see that? <laughs> He's in the back. He's, <laughs> He's just dressed as the Colonel. Oh, they have terrible, we go. Hey, they have terrible blocking. Hey, so he's announcing. Is none other than the Shaq Master. His helmet comes off. A good start. <laughs> he's clearly out of shape. Can he see? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I don't care who you are, boy. I don't think he's mic'd. No, that's the that's the second problem. <laughs> so they're waiting for his audio to get fixed. So you're the man that rules. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world. It's just clearly a stormtrooper helmet. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. <laughs> Dude just tripped through I'm a wall. <laughs> I want to I want to clear something up. That's those are not sequins. That's we'll just straight up glitter. <laughs> yeah, it's just some kind of uh, like a like a glue stick and glitter and that's it. <laughs> oh, it, I, I'll give him that it's more than a glue stick. That that's a spray adhesive applied evenly over the helmet. And then it's rolled in glitter. So how do you how do you try to recover the dumbest thing ever from that from that entrance? Like, all right, okay, Clark, this is my big break. Let's not screw this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not screw this up. We rehearsed this a million times. You burst through the wall. You start talking in that great voice you've been practicing. <laughs> if you clearly, <laughs> clearly he was told to do an impression of his friend or manager because you sound like him there giving him instructions. <laughs> If you had told me beforehand that that was a Chris Farley SNL sketch, I would, I would have, I, I would one hundred percent, yeah, one hundred percent would have believed that. <laughs> I can't, I can't go any farther without mentioning that Joe, you look like a floating head. You're, you're, yes, you're I, wearing I, a I green am shirt. A green shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> wish? Did someone say wish? <laughs> Uh, but no, so wrestling mecha though. Mecca high, mecha hiney ho. <laughs> so so I do though. I do have like people that I love and respect who are like, oh, did you see what happened on W whatever? And I'm like, what? Like that's it's crazy to me that people are into it, but they're very into it. I guess it, the, the way it's been described to me is that it's like a soap opera with action. Said to preserve <laughs> Joe's floating head for posterity. I am. <laughs> so so I mean. 
I, have either of you ever been into wrestling? Because I was when I was like a child. Like I was into like Hulk Hogan and the Legion of Doom and The Undertaker. Mm. Like I, I was into it. And then I think when I got like 12 or 13 years old, I was like. We talked about this very what? early uh, I in was the born podcast. Too it was old like. For it. It was like. <laughs> In in the first five episodes, we we actually discussed exactly oh, this. Well, then A A Aaron's gonna hate this because we know he's listened to that one, <laughs> <laughs> and no one else. Shout out to A Aaron. <laughs> what up, A Aaron? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I think my first words were wrestling is fake as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't personally get it. I, I just maybe if they had like weapons. Do you, do you think, like, other than, like, chairs, do you think it'd be better if they had, like, Just, gu- like, a gun? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, like, lasers and, like, swords? <laughs> oh, I can't I can't say that my my uh, fandom for the Power Rangers is really better after well, that having rewatched that That recently. doesn't pretend to be real in any way real. Right. But don't you think that the people who like wrestling like it because it's... Be, just because it's so ridiculous, like, over the top, and campy. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. I, we'd have to ask a wrestling fan. Yeah, because they don't think it's they don't think it's like a real right. I mean they. When we maybe, maybe when they're when they're children they do like you like you know when we did our incredible crossover uh, about time for a little nonsense episode Patrick and Sean we should ask them because they are both uh, big wrestling fans. I know Sean I'm is. A, at least. I'm okay with. I'm okay with not not asking. <laughs> I just want that to be clear. Well, then let me let me ask this. Then, do we think are we done with the the gladiator times of like putting a dude in with a tiger and a sword and like? Or are we headed back towards that? We're not done with that. No, no. That's, I mean uh, the UFC is still very big. Well, the UFC though that's that's man versus man. They did that in the Coliseum too. <laughs> sure. I think if there were fewer if there were fewer barriers, we'd be doing it right now. Yes, for that sure. Would be, what kind that would of be barriers? death sports? What, what, what? Well, you know, like it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but I mean, so if we're not done with that, then you think at some point those barriers will be loosened? I just I'm I'm like all for it. Like I, I absolutely want to see a guy fight a lion. <laughs> like that's that sounds amazing. <laughs> I think we'll we'll see it at some point in like virtual reality or yeah, that makes you know sense. with with robots or something. Oh God! But first robot versus man fight. Man's gonna get killed. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put my money on the robot. <laughs> the fr- I'm sorry, the first robot versus man fight. Have you seen a drone attack? Oh, but that doesn't count. That that doesn't count. (laughs) That to me, it it, it technically does. I know, but like when I think like robot fight, you mean I think like you mean artificial intelligence or like. Well, but uh, but I think something that looks like a human. You're picturing like a Cylon from the '70s. Sure, yeah, something that stands upright. It's chrome and it's got like the red shit going back and forth. Yes, I don't think robots. Practically, especially combat robots, are ever going to look like that because we're just not the most efficient thing you could make. What about unless a- they're designed to pretend to be human? What about like yes. the Boston Dynamics like dog robot, like a man versus that thing? That'd be amazing. Well, what the fuck can that thing even do to you? It could like car- maybe, maybe cartwheel. if it had <laughs> if it had like a if it had like a gun on its back or something. Well, that's not fair. No, it it's, could it's very gotta- awkwardly. Pointed at you. I think it could I probably guess. like crush you and and 
you know, hit you way harder than you could hit it. Yeah, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> just this is a thought. Uh, this it conversation sure is already over, apparently. So, well, must, I just feel like on. I just I just feel like uh, it's trailing off. But I will go to something like tangential. We're going to stay in the world of animal robots. Perfect. Because oh. <laughs> I, I actually no, it reminded me. I read a, a news article uh, recently. I wondered if this came across uh, either of your eyes. This was on CNN World. I'm just going to read the headline. So that the your imagination head is going to read the yeah. headline. I'm going to read. I'm going to read the headline and Zordon. just let your imagination. <laughs> dangers. The Rangers are in danger, Zordon. Yeah, these jokes are these jokes are super funny to uh, audio listeners. <laughs> None of it's making in the show. All right. So if you shaved, you would really look a lot like Zordon. <laughs> The first but time. we got to wait another couple months for that. Well, so. like original Zordon or or original like Brian Zordon. Cranston Zordon. I, I'm just trying to figure in out the gritty how reboot. I, I feel. Yes, yeah. The, the original Zordon. Voice. So I, I by... would look like a shapeless blue mask. I would say the original Zordon was made no, out of mashed he, potatoes, Mike. He had a face. <laughs> no, he had what Pretty was sure. like face-ish. No, look, it's totally a face. Look at this. Uh, that's uh, Zordon. Good, more vis- visual humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of our listeners know what Zordon looks like. Every single one of them, except for you guys. Now, now is Zordon behind that shapeless mist that you sent a photo of? That pile of mashed potatoes that you just posted? <laughs> uh, gosh, I guess I'm just saying you look like a pile of mashed potatoes, Joe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I, and I, already, I already knew that. <laughs> Why can't Zordon's? Uh, why, why, why does he all look like he's underwater and he's all wavy? Don't they have better technology? They can make a a dragon, you know, summoned by a flute, but he can't get a clear resolution. I saw this guy on Cameo for like thirty dollars. <laughs> it's ancient technology. It was probably uh, <clears throat> probably like three G. Ah, I see. <laughs> yeah. The best they could do. Right. It was dial. It was dial up. That makes it was sense. Dial up connection. <laughs> dial up. Zord- <laughs> dial up. Zordon is a good contender this- for the title of the episode. <laughs> I, w- I always love. I always love when fans try to do like uh, like a, when they when they hear that somebody's been cast for a movie in a in a in a in a character role that they're familiar with. They always try to do like a Photoshop of it to see what it would look like. <laughs> yes, this is a great one right here. <laughs> With Heisenberg as Zordon. <laughs> oh, no. Give me a break. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Although I would love to do like a, Zor- a Zordon cosplay at a Comic-Con would be amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it's been done. Probably. <laughs> but I'm totally going to no, You You realize <laughs> that... Uh, like it's if, definitely been done. <laughs> if, oh, Absolutely. That if this shit keeps going, we're going to have to start doing our show as video, and that's going to be a lot more editing work for Sean and I. That's true. So cut out the visual gags, or I'm going to stab you up. Okay. We can can insert little cues in the audio. Yes. Google Google Zordon. That's still more work for editing. This is so stupid. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> All right, Joe. What about anyway, robot animals? On. CNN worldwide. Oh, I completely forgot. <laughs> that tangent was so long, I lost. Where I was. Okay, 
Uh, here's the headline. Japanese town deploys monster wolf robots to deter wild bears. I heard about this. Right? Yes. What's going to get rid of the I, monster I wolf haven't. robots? <laughs> Probably their giant life-size Gundam robot that they built. Oh, well, this sounds Good. like yes. see that shit. Sounds like God. a disaster. Uh, the, the short version is, Mike, that they set up what are essentially shitty Halloween decorations. Scarecrows. Yeah, that are the 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 motion activated shit. Yeah. So uh, apparently there are there are towns in Hokkaido that are just being ravaged by bear attacks. So they set up a shitty Chuck E. Cheese band <laughs> of wolves. Uh huh. Yeah. That uh, you know they just start making noises when they detect motion. Not some of them are wolf noises. Sometimes it's just machine noise to freak out the bear. All right. Am I the only person who's a little surprised they have not extirpated bears from Japan? I'm, I'm actually, I was, I'm surprised there's bear, this bears there. Like, what kind of bears are we talking about? It's like big bears. Or are these like koalas? I mean, all there's a minimum size bear, and it's still pretty big. <laughs> yeah, ko- koalas aren't actually bears. Yeah, I, I think know. the small, the smallest actual bear is like 200 pounds. Good lord. I think it's the sloth bear. Or the or the sun bear. It's one of those. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, bears bears are generally pretty big. Japanese bear. Yeah, if it's uh, br- bear. A, they have brown, <laughs> they have they have brown bears, Asian black bears. Do they have to say yeah, Asian are, black uh, bears if they're in Asia? They're pretty small. Are, they're only like two hundred pounds. Aren't they just bears? Have to say Asian black bears. They're in Asia. Right. Well, that's specifically what the species is called. All right. I guess we have what American black bears. Uh, the North American Probably black North bear. Probably yeah. North American. North American. Okay. The, you, bears <clears throat> rarely have citizenship. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, like their nationality, Sean. It's, <laughs> it's more. So. It's more about where they're located <laughs> and how they've been separated from other species of bear for thousands of years. Okay. And why? So if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. And if it's Asian, try persuasion. Hey, hey, buddy, why don't you go well, over this, there? This wolf is pretty scary. That would deter me. Oh, good, more visual. Especially if, especially if I was really <laughs> high. Sean, <laughs> Sean, I think Mike's a bear. Oh, my God. I always knew because I'm I was because new. I'm deterred by this scarecrow wolf. Yeah, because scarecrow wolf, scarecrow, scarecrow. <laughs> Another contender for the title of the episode. <laughs> this wolf though has aluminum tubes for legs. That's not that's not what real wolves look like. No, uh, real wolves have normal boring paws. Ugh. Well, I mean, this is way better. The aluminum tubes really they also sell it. Don't have red glowing eyes. Are you sure? How many sure. wolves have you actually encountered in the wild? <laughs> well, not today, no, just today. No, yeah, just in your house. <laughs> Seven. Well, I'm convinced. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, that what? How how did that like? community meeting go exactly where they're like guys we have we have to do something 
about these bears. <laughs> All right, well, uh, what actually, we... I know, I know exactly how this went, <laughs> and it was. I guarantee it was like an episode of The Simpsons because there's a company that makes these robot wolves already. Oh my god! So like, there's just going to be a Lyle Landley figure at the back of the auditorium. <laughs> Yeah, who comes up with some amazing song that convinces everybody to buy a bunch of robot. The, the CEO of Robot Wolf Corporation is like, "Now's our chance, boys. We've been waiting for this." <laughs> or it's like uh, the Japanese version of now. Quint. Welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> Quint from that movie that Joe's never seen. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't Jaws. understand the reference. <clears throat> we will we'll we'll get your bears out of town. Y'all know me. You all know what I do for a living. Well, I'll get your bears out, but I'm going to need you to assemble 40 to 600 large... <laughs> 40 to 600. <laughs> large, large robotic um, mechanical wolves. <laughs> I mean, that would convince me, because I assume that because his name is Quint, that there's five of him. Oh. <laughs> you should give yourself the bell for that. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, Most justice has been served <laughs> for still not having seen Jaws. Even though you guys hung out, I thought you were going to watch it together. No, uh, we really that wasn't logistically feasible. Yeah, yeah. Although I did, no. uh, I did, um, and this is a slight segue. Uh, I did watch uh, briefly on YouTube last night the scene where uh, Brody is reloading his gun. And a shooting star flies behind him. Oh yeah, there's there's two. The, yes, yes, uh, and and they're real the, real shooting stars. And the reason yeah. I reason I was googling this is because <laughs> the uh, <laughs> sorry the the reason I was looking this up was the Leonoid or Leonoid. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, meteor shower has been happening the past few days. Uh, mm. I think it peaked last night, and so. Uh, Catherine and I went outside, you know, like midnight, and we're trying to watch some uh, shooting stars. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's a pretty cool moment that they caught on. They were film. yeah, they were obviously shooting that during a meteor shower because there, there's also a shot where they're just like hanging out on the on the ship, just it's you know at night or or it's, maybe it's an exterior shot while they're inside, and you can see at least one or two shooting stars. It's awesome. Yeah, I know it's so to crazy. Capture that. Yeah, to capture immortalize that in, in film like that is pretty cool. Because those, I mean, we we stood outside last night at, at like twelve forty five in the morning. Because um, everything I read was like between midnight and three a.m. That's the peak, and so we're out there, and we probably stood out there for a half an hour, and we saw one very faintly. And I mean, we're, we live yeah. a, we live a decent distance away from the light pollution of the city, uh, but it was still like. You know, at peak hours, it's like 10 to 15 per hour, but there could be like two or three that happen within 30 seconds and then nothing for 20 minutes. So it's just such a crapshoot to actually did you, find one. Did you see some? We saw one. We we literally we saw, saw one. We saw one. And, uh, and a we, hell of a meteor shower. We still we still waited. Well, that's the thing is if we I, had, it was just bad timing. You know, I think it was a mixture. It is what it is. A mixture of bad timing. And then if we were another, you know, 20, 30 miles outside of the city, and could actually like, you know, lie down on the mm. ground and just stare up at the sky. We'd we'd probably seen more, but uh, yeah, we 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 tried. Uh, we saw one. It is really amazing when you see one. It is like a, especially if it's like a if it's a brilliant color. Like you ever seen like a green one? I've never seen a green one. I've seen like red yeah. and yellow, and you know, very. He's very seen cool. every color except green. Black black ones are really easy to find. <laughs> 
They're happening all black the time. Ones all the time. <laughs> most most of the sky is black shooting stars. I would though, because I, I was trying to I was trying to explain to Catherine tonight, like exactly what a meteor shower is, and I got I got like halfway through my explanation, and I was like, I should really make the guys do this on the show, because uh, it's not like. It, yeah, I, I, I want you guys to like in a layman analogy, like explain exactly what we're seeing when we're seeing shooting stars. Well, the Earth is swinging around the sun, and sometimes it passes through rocks that are floating in space. Through the through the but is it through I, the, I, through I, the I, path? I'm not. But I'm, wait, not, but I'm it, not. I'm not prepared to allow <laughs> this show to commit to rocks. I'm <laughs> going to use, ice. I'm going to use. I'm going to use the more general term shit. But it's sometimes. It's, it could Sometimes be anything. Yeah. Call, yeah. <laughs> but the planet passes through, isn't it typically the path of uh, an asteroid or a comet or something? And that's what we're swinging into is the shit that is breaking off or falling off of that thing? Well, there's a bunch of debris out there that's kind of in predictable places. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, just just for just so you, you understand this, Sean, most stuff is in space. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Yes. It, it, yeah. yes. Most the, of the, the stuff other than most Earth. of the stuff, <laughs> but the way, so the way that I explained it was, and Earth was well, well, in space. Tell, tell in me, space. tell me how wrong I am on this. Cause the way that I explained it was, imagine, Just gonna guess very. <laughs> imagine that you're driving a car and you drive underneath a cloud that is raining and you go underneath it and it rains on your windshield. And then two minutes later you're in the clear and there's no more rain. It's sort of like the earth passes through this debris field and because the Earth's rotating around the sun, and then it moves through that debris field, and then it's away from the cloud. So the car is the Earth, the rain is the shooting stars, and the cloud is the asteroid or whatever is causing the trail of debris. What I will tell you is, and and Mike can expound on this if he so wishes, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, that's better than... It's better than you fucking idiot. (laughs) It's better than usual. I think it's a good explanation. I just, I just think it's overly complicated. Like, there's, yeah, there's... It, it absolutely is. And there's, and there's actually more scenarios. Even using your same analogy, you could be, you could have rocks striking your windshield that were kicked up by the wind or another car. So, so maybe my or... analogy is more analogous to specifically meteor showers as opposed to a shooting star. That still doesn't mean that well, a, the a rain sh- came from a cloud. It just means there was a bunch of shit okay. that made contact with our atmosphere. But that shit... Usually, yeah, a meteor, a meteor shower is usually predictable because we know that we're going to be passing through Some objects. shit. So is, yeah. All, yeah. So is that... Is Please, that, Mike, Mike, I want you to use the scientific shit. term shit. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh, wait what, one second. So that cloud of shit or that field of debris that we passed shit. through... Shit. Yeah, shit. Is that that's not static though, right? Isn't all that shit no, orbiting our sun? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's all, there, there is it's nothing in space that is static. static. Sure. Okay. Except yeah. the well, even the and sun. If it if yeah, it were static, it would seem like it was moving super fast relative to us. Because it we're would seem moving like super it's fast. St- if it was static and we moved through it, it would be moving so fast relative to us that we would be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Just by looking at it. Yeah, no, but by, it's, by know, it's passing through the there. planet like firing bullets through tissue paper. So so let me ask you this. So say that there is this cloud of shit, as we scientifically termed it, and every year 
uh, or every three years or whatever the case may be, our planet passes through this cloud of shit and this shit hits our atmosphere, burns up. Th- those are shooting stars that we see. Is is there a point in time far off into the distant future where all of this shit has hit our atmosphere, burned up, and there's no more shit left in that spot or in that cloud? Probably. Potentially. Yeah. Um, the, the problem is that other stuff can happen in the interim and there might be more shit introduced. There it, could be more okay. shit. There could be less shit before we get to it because but, that shit went somewhere else. I mean, what you're saying is basically true because relatively speaking, right now, there's almost nothing there compared to the early solar system when there was a whole bunch of shit there. Oh, and, so much shit. But you're talking we constantly way- being impacted by by very large shits. <laughs> this was far before very, very humans large shits ever existed. Is, is how, you know, all the planets came to be. It's just right. various bits of shit right. floating yeah. into each other and, and clinging thanks to gravity. Gravity shits. Right. Gravity shits. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, if you like look at the moon and like all of the craters on the moon, well, those are all impact craters, right? Yeah. So what happens is... Uh, it, in order to become a planet, uh, like Joe said, you know they're formed out of the shit. Uh, you have to fill shits. out. You have to fill out those forms in triplicate. Get and, them notarized. Uh, <laughs> but more, more importantly, one of the definitions of a planet is that it clears its own path around, you know, in its orbit around a star, for example. Um, it's big so enough to push that, all the other shit out of the way. It has. It has. Been, well, it usually collects it. And to, when it does that, that's that's a meteor shower. That's exactly what it's doing. It's just running. It's passing through all of the shit in its orbit. And once it reaches a certain size, that shit just becomes less dangerous to the. So you know, are these to, are these the planet are these shooting stars during a meteor shower? Are these little chunks of shit being pulled to our planet? <laughs> no, are are they being pulled to our planet because of our planet's gravity, or are we just slamming through them because of the path that we're rotating around the sun? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's cool. It is Aww. pretty it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Your life is a collection of moments. Turn those moments into memories that will last the rest of your life with Schirmberbelson photography. <laughs> <laughs> Our studio and photographers are fully armed and ready to handle your unique moments. Any family portrait photo shoot is made perfect at our downtown photo studio. Or we can come to your house to shoot you. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Getting married? We'll catch you at the altar saying I do and shoot you. (laughs) Did you just bring a new bundle of joy into the world? Call us up and we'll shoot your baby. We'll shoot up your baby's face. <laughs> we'll shoot your whole family. <laughs> got, a, got a puppy? We oh, can no. shoot it. No! <laughs> we can absolutely shoot your puppy. We love shooting puppies. And shooting babies. And if you're looking for a sexy gift for that special someone... Inquire about our boudoir photography packages. We'll come to your bedroom and shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Our stylists and wardrobe experts will make sure that you're looking sexier than ever when we shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) And if nine months after you give the photos to that special someone, you have a new baby, remember to call us so we can shoot your baby. (laughs) We want to shoot your baby. (laughs) Please... Let us shoot your baby. <laughs> or your puppy. Schermberbelson photography. <laughs> Get shot. Say <laughs> habla espanol. <laughs> so two you know thi- how I like a good name. Two things, two things. First of all, I'm very disappointed in me and Mike for not having thought of that idea. <laughs> Because it, because it's so funny the the double entendre. But but second of all, I can't help but think that this ad was born out of you having to edit the cries of my baby from the previous episode. Oh, oh that's absolutely. very that's very funny. <laughs> you guys you guys know what movie that I I saw the other day that I just fucking love, The Godfather. No. The Rock. No. <laughs> I do love The Rock. Oh, for uh, the first time ever you ooh, saw it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I love what, it. I've was seen it The it. Rock? <laughs> I've seen oh, you it. have seen it. Okay. I've seen it previously. Uh, Minority Report. Notting Hill. Minority, oh, yeah, Minority, Minority Report. Report is yeah. so good. I think that that's probably movie. the last great movie that Spielberg you know, directed. There's only one part of that movie that I think is really stupid. Oh, no. Is and it Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> no, Tim it, Robbins is not in Minority Report. It's when he goes to that old lady's house with the plants. Okay. And and she's got the crazy, like, vines. And she's all, like, trying to make out with them and stuff. <laughs> That's a really stupid scene. But, they, but they that movie, done without that. That movie takes so many weird things that, like, I can never imagine Spielberg doing. And Spielberg's just like, I'm gonna make a really fucking weird movie, and here it is. Like, I, I I just love that movie. It's a great movie, and it really accurately, I think, predicts the future. Yeah, I think the te- the technology in that movie. Are you are you saying that the, the writers and Spielberg are, are precogs? <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> I may be. I I just that movie is so great. Yeah, it is good. It's very good. And it's really, it's shot in a really weird way where, like, everything's overexposed. Uh, like, I, I'm, I, it had to have been... To make sh- it, like, to make it bright and more futuristic. Yes, but, but like, every, it's not like J.J. Abrams' lens flare. It's like, the brights are, like, blurry bright. Uh, yes. It's a, it's a really weird, like, if you turned it on, you'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with my TV? Like, there's not another movie that really looks like it. That's a movie that... I can't believe is like 18 years old. I know it holds yeah. up. Yeah, it absolutely holds yeah, up. When that, like just, when that movie came great. out, when that movie came out, Mike, you and I both worked at Best Buy. Oh my God. We did. We did. <laughs> That's how long ago that was. Wow. Yeah. And, Tom, wow. And, and Tom Cruise is just, you know, he's Tom Cruise. He's Tom Cruise and so all I'm, over I'm gonna, face. I'm going to, I'm going to bleep <laughs> this name. This is just for Mike's benefit, but my the the DVD copy of Minority Report that I owned was was taken uh, by I am the last one. Oh no! Remember, I am the last one. 
Now you have to believe it twice. Could I possibly forget? I am the last one. Three times. <laughs> Three times. I think I'm pretty sure that every time more than just you, if, if it's you and and I and at least one more of our friends is hanging out, <laughs> eventually. I am the last one. Comes up. What are you guys talking about? I am the last one. <laughs> yes. Sean, uh. Just to change things up, and because of how many times we have to bleep his name, uh, why don't why don't you choose the replacement instead of a beep? I am the last one. Okay, <laughs> that works actually. That works. Yeah, he's Did probably you? in prison, so I don't think we have to be too worried about it. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not worried. I, I just, just don't want to give him publicity. I just after he, he, he maybe he listens to the fucking podcast and he's like. Those assholes. <laughs> Look, after after his recent passing, I just wanted to pay homage to Sean Connery's greatest performance ever as the voice of the dragon in the film Dragonheart. Well, clearly Draco. you've never seen Zardoz. <laughs> I have not. But Wasn't it, the well, dragon's name something super creative like Draco in that movie? I'm pretty uh, sure it was Draco. Dra that's that's Draco what he was. Dragon. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to hit the princess with an open fist if she's being a bitch. <laughs> that's what, uh, that's what he, that wasn't his name. That's what, that was the name he was given by a human. You're right. Dra that. But Draco was Wh which his one dragon are, Which name. one of the Quaids was that? That was a Quaid, wasn't that was, it? That Dennis. was Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. He, at first he like kind of attempts an Irish accent. <laughs> In that movie, <laughs> which with a name like Dennis Quaid, you think he might be able to pull off? But Perhaps no. no. And he and he doesn't at all. <laughs> and uh, and then just kind of shifts. It's sort of like how Carrie Fisher tries to do a British, like a very slight English accent at the in beginning a of New Hope, Hope yeah. for ten minutes, and then <laughs> it just goes away. George no, is like, and, wait, Mike, nobody, Mike, yeah, Mike, you need to be George Lucas talking to Carrie Fisher about <laughs> about her choices. Sean, you be Carrie Fisher. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, it, so, it sounds a little bit like you're, uh, you're trying to do an accent. Oh well, uh, I Carrie? I just I you, she's a princess, so I yeah. just figured I figured that she would you know like a princess she would have an accent. Well, it's really good, but uh, is it? Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, we, I'll keep doing try, it then. We're gonna try a take without it. Oh, oh, I. I, I suppose I could I could try one For take. The, we're gonna do it. the rest of the movie in one take. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the movie in one take. <laughs> or or uh, I'm gonna build uh, the largest set ever <laughs> constructed. <laughs> that would be impossible, but amazing. All to avoid all to avoid telling her it's terrible. <laughs> no, please, our people are peaceful. There's the they have no weapons. <laughs> It'd just be extra funny because of all the actual British people in the movie that would just have to be fuming at the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, at the no, original I, usage. <laughs> like, you can't tell because of the mask, but Anthony Daniels is just fuming. <laughs> He's just yeah. side-eyeing her the whole time, like... What a bitch. <laughs> An interview of Peter Cushing emerges later where he's like, yes, I drew my inspiration from my hatred for that horrible woman's <laughs> the horrible American actress. <laughs> was, it was very easy to destroy Alderaan convincingly because <laughs> Carrie's character lived there. I just, I couldn't believe the goal that that little bitch had to try and perform. 
a British yes, accent. Anthony, calm down. Calm Imagining down. Anthony no, no, Daniels. I won't calm down. I will not. Being a huge <laughs> asshole. This cunt needs to leave right now. <laughs> I don't know why, but now I want to hear like an old school rap album from Anthony Daniels. <laughs> I and feel like don't... he should have one. You don't know why? What does he do? To the B, to the O. <laughs> yes. I can think of a hundred reasons why that'd be awesome. Yeah. Fair enough. Reason number one. We were cruising down the street in our lands, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Star Wars themed, of course. What, what rhymes with Peter? I know. Never mind. <laughs> Greta. I mean, yeah, Greta. <laughs> McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Star Wars, this is going to make Sean jealous that he is a console gamer. This is, a, this is another fucking visual gag. I hate myself right now. This um, show's loaded. Yeah, this show is... Yeah, this is going to end up being... Going to end up having a video component on YouTube. I just I just know it, and I'm already pre-angry. Um, <laughs> pre-angry. Yeah. So I installed some mods into Fallout, Sean. Oh, this no. Is, this is what I'm currently working on. If you show me a lightsaber, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. You know uh, he's going to. <laughs> oh, God. Not know. quite. Okay. All right, good. Oh, my God. Oh, it's Mando armor. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That is hot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty strong. Is it called yeah, Beskar a... in the game? Uh, no, actually, this this armor is modeled on actual purchasable like airsoft and paintball armor Holy from shit. a company called Galactech that just kind of uh just sort of ripped off it's got Boba the, Fett's armor it's got the sigil right there on the right breast oh it's yeah i did put the uh i did put the mandalorian decals on there it's so perfect uh, yeah, it looks great oh yeah I'm, i i would if that were my power armor i would feel Way better about just wearing my power armor. Although that's not power armor, is it? No, no, it's no. It's no, not power. It's, it's not power armor. I am going to install a mod that will let me have the voice modulation that you have when you're wearing po power armor, uh, so that I I sound nice, like I'm wearing a helmet. Like I don't know why that's not a thing in the game already. Like when you put a helmet yeah, on, you a helmet, it should sound like you're wearing a helmet. It shouldn't be hard to just change a couple of the settings. They did it in the Old Republic. Any helmet you put on, you, you get the helmet voice. Get a little muffled, yeah. A little echoey, Actually, a little muffled. Well, in the Old Republic, you get like a like a radio voice. It's it's modulated. Yeah. But that shouldn't they be do hard the to same do. Thing, they do the same thing with power armor and Fallout. Yeah. The slight modulation. That's pretty dope. That's awesome. Since I'm editing this one, I'm just going to put that effect on my voice right now while I'm speaking. <laughs> Can you recite like a Dr. Seuss poem? Off the top of my head, no. Yeah, no. How about uh, I do not like green eggs and ham? The Lorax who saved the trees. <laughs> is that the oh. Danny DeVito Lorax? The, the Lorax. The Lorax is going to save the trees. <laughs> hey, look at these trees. We got to save them. <laughs> That's the Danny DeVito. The Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito Lorax Michael has Jordan Michael legs. Jordan legs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could jump over these trees if I wanted to. <laughs> With my Michael Jordan legs, but I won't. I won't do it because you know people might get jealous. Just kidding. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> he 
As we all imagine that. <laughs> Slam dunks a coconut. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, black fish, blue fish, old fish, new fish. This one has a little star. This one has a little car. Say what a lot of fish there are. <laughs> no, nice. I, I particularly like you chose that one. The easiest <laughs> possible one to remember. I still didn't remember it. <laughs> Guys, I have to I have to take a, a five minute break. Five minutes? Yes, five minutes. Alright. I'm sorry. I've I've returned. Welcome back. Apologies. Like Joe is Joe is still uh, away, so that's fine. Let's just, let's let's let's, let's uh, just list the ten things that we hate the most about Joe. So that I have he'll, a better idea. He'll hear it. In ed- <laughs> he'll hear it in editing. What's your idea? I just uh, I haven't. I, have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I have. Yeah, I, I had to watch it over the course of like three weeks because it was way too long. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, which is crazy because I, oh I think God. it's the only it's the only Tarantino movie I haven't seen. So that is crazy. I will at some point, but I, I was just looking it up on IMDb and was cracking up at the top five plot keywords that they have here oh wow okay which can possibly can't possibly have anything to do with the movie okay how about charles manson the first one is white miniskirt what okay the second one visible midriff okay the third one nagging wife (laughs) <laughs> that's that okay the fourth one mini skirt with boots joe you're it, on two different screens now i see that but i have no idea how to correct it <laughs> magic right. what's the fifth one flaunting girl okay well that this uh, what, what what clearly what? just some per- <laughs> some perv wrote those that's not a real thing I think it just goes to show, like, what people are searching for on the internet. I think it's pretty clear. Good Lord. Yeah. Everyone's just searching for porn on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't they know I, that I you have done that? To, you, no, you Joe, can go I, a bunch of different is that sites. A, is that a Pikachu Laplander? Yeah, I've given in to the visual bits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a floating head Joe this with is, a Pikachu Laplander. This is the only episode... <laughs> It's the crazy. only episode that you just have to see the video of that we'll never release. Because <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, well, I'm posting another screenshot of it here. Just have to have it. It's got to be there. Just in case. Fair enough. For posterity. Yeah, this. this I saw this laying out and I just said, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Where and when did you get... Was that Was that like a, one of those uh, crate... Things. What do they call it? Uh, no, actually, I bought box? this. I bought this for a sketch show. Uh, I was in at Second City. That was during the height of Pokemon Go. Ah. So this was this was part of my my costume. Whatever happened to Pokemon Go? Huh. I believe it's still going. Yeah, I'm sure it's it is. Still, still but going. It's cer- certainly not so. certainly not going as strong as it once was. Well, that's because after the initial fervor. People realized it was boring as fuck. <laughs> and yes. that there was very little to do. The real Pokemon games, by the way, are a lot of fun. 
and I highly recommend playing them. Yes, uh, both blue and red are very good. Uh, I suppose yellow, if you're into that sort of thing. Welcome to 25 years ago. I just read today that the guy who invented Mario Brothers, you guys know his name? Shigeru Miyamoto. Yes. Uh, so that's yes, racist. Yes, that's a gentleman. That's a racist, Mike. Um, a little bit. That's his name. <laughs> so that guy, <laughs> he, he invented Mario and the Legend of Zelda and Star yeah, Fox. Ab- absolutely he was, brilliant. He was the only employee at Nintendo for like, a while. That's I, I didn't realize <laughs> that that guy had invented all of that. Like, that's fucking crazy, right? Yes, he's uh, he's brilliant. I, that, what else did he create? I mean, brilliant's a term. I, I, f- I feel like all of that could also come from someone psychotic. If sure, you just break yeah. down a lot of that got, stuff, like, all the- right, so you got a plumber from Brooklyn. Right. I don't think they're mutually exclusive, though. I, I That's think, true. Uh, <laughs> they're not. He's, he's a you little know, bit. I actually, when I worked uh, in the media department. Yes, that's right. And when I worked Pikmin. in the media department at Best Buy, I actually had to explain the concept of Mario to a customer. Oh, God. She had no idea who he was, which I found very hard to believe, but sure. I went with it. And I, I, she's like, so, so what is the idea behind Mario? What is, like, what's his deal? What's his story? She was, she, <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah. When you break it so, down, it's really stupid. I looked her dead in the eyes. I go, I said, all right, a plumber from Brooklyn gets sucked through a pipe into a magical world where he has to save a princess from a spiked turtle that throws fireballs. Along the way, he fights walking mushrooms, other turtles without spikes, other turtles with spikes, <laughs> turtles with hammers, <laughs> and sometimes bullets with angry faces. It sounds so and, stupid. <laughs> And she looked at me and she said, you're kidding. Uh, no, no, this is 100% no. true. And this is one of the greatest games ever made. It's, I mean, it's <laughs> not uh, great because of its story element. Yes. Okay. It was initially great because there were very few other video games. There were no other. Sure. Yeah, I, <laughs> in fact, I, yeah, I was just on, somebody asked the question on Reddit recently. What was your first video game? And I, I think ninety percent of the people said Mario. Their first video game was was Mar- Super Mario Bros. Right. I imagine that's original. true for everyone that didn't have like an Atari. For everyone yeah, on Reddit, had, though, certainly. it was so rare. Like, really, it was quite rare to have an Atari. I, I feel like compared to Nintendo, like Nintendo was. was it? I I there were at least like three people in my neighborhood that had an Atari. We had an Atari, but we hardly ever played it because it was like, oh, there's like Impossible. three there's like three games and you'd get like ten seconds into a game and be like, ah, this is not fun. That's like, because everything on yeah. Atari is impossible. Yeah. It's so hard. It was not it was not fun. I, I don't compare ever... compare Atari on uh, compare Donkey Kong on like the twenty six hundred to Donkey Kong on the NES and it's like the 2600 Donkey yeah. Kong was unplayable. I don't well, I remember might, having fond memories of it here, but I think part of it was the design philosophy. They were essentially transferring arcade games to the Atari. But the Nintendo was really the first home entertainment system where an arcade game is designed to be extremely difficult. 
to the point where you have to keep pumping so, quarters. Yeah. Into steel, it. steel quarters. Right. Whereas, whereas you know, once you pay fifty bucks and you have your copy of Mario, like it should just be fun to play. Like kids should be able to beat it, you know, Man. in one sitting. Smart. Yeah. Although that game now, if you try to play that, could be anything one on NES in one <laughs> sitting. Well, I mean, once you get really good at it, you could do it in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. For if sure. you use warp zones. Absolutely. I, I don't even remember the first game that I ever played that had like a save option. Like, because the Legend was, of Zelda for me. Well, they had they had codes you had to enter to restore sure, your yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of games had maybe, passwords. Maybe yeah. Punch Out. Punch Out might have been the first one that I was like, okay, I can like put this down. And come back to it and resume where I was. Um, but it was very was it was it so rare. Or was it Mike Tyson's punch? Out? It was Mike Tyson's punch. Out. Uh, just checking which, it, like, when yeah. when you played it, because both versions existed. It was just exceedingly rare. You know, to, after Mike Tyson, you know, raped that lady, and uh, <laughs> they wanted to take his name off of the game, understandably so. <laughs> yes. No, it was definitely Mike Tyson. You rarely Tyson's want to game. connect your video games to rapists. <laughs> That's true. Rarely, but but sometimes. Occasionally. But if it's, but, but if it's a Japanese, if it's a Japanese hentai game about rape, you might be okay with it. <laughs> That's actually the name of the game. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, most of the time, not so much. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, it was, I, or maybe I don't think I gotta say, saving couple. was was quite rare early on. Super games, super because yeah. they had to put a battery in the cartridge to keep the the RAM active inside of it. It didn't have like a solid state storage, right? Which is why you yeah. had those codes sometimes that would you would just punch in the code and that would tell tell the game. Yeah, I would say that the code is superior because if I were to put in. I still have like the original gold Legend of Zelda cartridge. Oh yeah. I can't I can't I can't save because hmm. you could you might be able to get that repaired though. The CMOS battery could probably come out, be replaced. I'm sure it could. Restoration. I'm sure it could. I will say while we're talking video that games. That cartridge is worth something. Definitely. Yeah. At least a dollar. While we're while we're talking video games, though, I, I do want to thank you guys uh, for steering me in the right direction. I had a choice to make with uh, a recent purchase, and uh, I, I really had it narrowed down between Red Dead Redemption Two and GTA Five. And I went with GTA Five, and I've been oh, playing thank it. God. I, I've been playing. <laughs> I, I've been playing it for like fifteen hours now. Yeah. And it's it's so much fun. It's, it is. It's, it is. It's, it's just incredible. It's an amazing fun. game. Uh, so I'm I'm very happy with the choice that I made, and uh, so yeah, I'm thank, glad thank to hear you. that you would not have been nearly as happy with Red Dead, <laughs> which is weird. Two. It's so, but you have to understand, like when you guys were telling me don't buy that game, that's a game that like is rated more highly than any other. Like it's it's got tremendous reviews. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. So, so you understand my trepidation. You know, when my two best buds are saying, hey, you're going to hate this, don't play it. But well, every reviewer in the world is like, this is the greatest game ever made. Actually, no, I don't understand your trepidation because you should trust us. No, I, I ultimately I did. Say, I'm just saying that, like, every reviewer ever was like, this is one yeah. of the top games ever made. I, GTA 5 is also rated that way. But it is. It's a it's yeah. a fine Red Dead Redemption 2. It's a, it's a fine game, but it isn't a great game. It's it's not as good as its predecessor. It's very tedious. the best. 
the best parts of Red Dead Redemption 2 are the epilogue where you're playing the main character from the first game and it's a lot like the like Schindler's List in that you know <laughs> I'm really glad I saw this movie but I never have to watch it again exactly, exactly. like I was yeah I was going to make a similar comparison think of any movie that you've seen that you're like that was an amazing movie I will never watch it again there are several yeah. of those yeah. Where you're, just, yeah, sure. you're happy to have seen them but it's not the kind of game that that's going to grip you for 300 hours of replay. Yeah. I mean, for some people it does. Yeah, there's still people out there doing Red Dead online and stuff, but totally. Well, GTA uh, five is just so ridiculous and crazy. It's so fun. And it's so it fun. is. It's and a lot. The, and the story is actually very good. It's a very it is, compelling yeah. story. The characters are a lot of fun. All of them are fun in their own ways. Absolutely. What's his face? The, the redneck. Uh, Trevor. Trevor. So, so I, I, we had talked previously and like, I could have sworn that I played this game. I definitely never made it far enough, uh, as I thought I did last night. I figured because it takes like 10 hours to get to Trevor. Yeah. So, so last, last night is when I kind of got to Trevor and then I played him for a few hours and yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking crazy. I, I also I do love though like how GTA Five like time. they they really said like what's our demographic okay is it like redneck trailer trash is it like African Americans or is it like middle aged like midlife crisis white dudes and they were like yes and so they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and so they just created three equal protagonists that meet all of those things and it's it's just really interesting and fun yeah it is. So this is, sure. this has been another edition of and they, re- reviewing video games from eight years ago. <laughs> they make a great I mean, team. Sean, a few episodes ago, we did a deep dive on Night Trap. So <laughs> <That's true. laughs> GTA That's, 5 is, is what, super current by comparison. I know. Yeah. But so anyone who's on the fence about RDR2 versus GTA 5, GTA 5 is the way to go. It's a lot of fun. And I haven't even Absolutely. used any of the cheats or anything like that. I'm just playing it straight. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do that. I mean, well, you could. Unless, I mean, unless you beat it and you get to a point where you just want to fuck around and drive around. But that's Santa what Jackson. I did for, for you, G. You, for- you, always, you always play a game. At least this is how I play a game. I play a game once straight and then future playthroughs. That's when I start fucking around and installing mods that give me Mandalorian armor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, see the, the like San Andreas in the previous GTA titles, like my only like my attraction to those games was okay, I'm going to go in, put in these cheat codes so that I have every weapon, I have planes, I have everything. Yeah, see, and that's just a mistake, especially with San Andreas. That was a great fucking game. Well, that, that's what I, I think that's how so, I played it, though. I was like, it, that's that what is this is, a sandbox. That's entertaining for like for like an hour, yes. seriously. Like, I, sure. It's just the, the map, uh, you know, in GTA V, Los Santos is so incredibly detailed. Like, it's, it's it huge, it's rich with with features and stuff to do. And it's just, and when you go to like rich parts of town, like that's where the nice cars are. And like, it's very detailed in that sense where if you're in a shitty little things, yeah, it's, it's, there really are little things where you're like, Oh, that makes sense. Like that's how it is in the real world. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. GTA five. Sean gives it two thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? Five years now, five, six years old at least. Yeah. But they keep, I mean, 
I mean, on the PS4, it's still the graphics, selling like crazy, and they keep updating it. And you know uh, what? You know what's crazy? Like this will this will make this made me feel old. Uh, it might make the two of you feel old. Uh, six days ago was the ninth anniversary of the release of Skyrim. Oh, oh my God! God. I yeah. I That's stood ancient. in line. I stood. In, <laughs> I I stood in line outside of the GameStop to purchase a copy of Skyrim for my Xbox 360. Nine years ago. At midnight, I, I yeah, stood the, outside. The game yeah. is almost exactly the same age as my oldest nephew, which is why it's super easy for me to keep track. My nephew was born the week before the game came out. God. And you were like, fuck. Yeah, well, <laughs> he ended up he ended up being a week early, which was amazing because I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna lose time uh, playing the game, going to the hospital to visit my brother and my sister in law. Yeah, I don't even think we can imagine how awesome the next Skyrim is going to be. Yeah, we can't. Well, you can't call it Skyrim. You have to call. Oh, it sorry, the, the next the next Elder, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. Yeah. Get your nomenclature right. You no, son that, of yeah, bitch. that was that was a huge huge nerd faux pas right there. Absolutely. Although I have to say that I don't like some of the directions Bethesda has taken. Since then, yeah, for sure. Well, even with Skyrim, uh, Skyrim was very dumbed down from its predecessors, particularly where magic and enchantments are concerned. They really made that game for a Sean-like audience. Oh, God. Well, I don't know what that means, but I would assume that you mean a han- a handsome audience. It's not. It's not. Good I sure when, did, buddy. It's not good if it continues that way. Like I, 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 we've talked about how Mass Effect did this between one and two, also, but two ended up being a great game. But if they had continued dumbing it down, it may not have been. Can we can we talk Nearly for a second good. about how Joe said Sean like and then Mike said dumbing <laughs> it down? Can we can we talk about that for a second? Because I feel like I'm being attacked here. I feel like Mike thinks you're dumb. Uh, that's not at all what I meant. You, I'm pretty sure Joe said it first. We well, have to. I'm sure, gotta, I'm sure he did. We got to play the tape. We got to go back and, and revisit the tape. <laughs> that is not <laughs> what I meant. If we're gonna revisit the tape, I'm gonna apply some voice modulation. <laughs> they really made that game for a Sean-like audience. <laughs> a Sean-like audience. A Sean-like audience. A Sean-like audience. A Sean-like audience. They really made that for a Sean-like audience. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Mike, it's time for your ad. So, Bell. Tired of getting teased for having small, childlike hands? <laughs> do you practically have infant hands? When you hold a beer can, do you have to use both entire hands because they're so <laughs> little? <laughs> Well, it sucks to be you. (laughs) Wait, what's that? There's a new product for that? By legendary inventor Shane McNabb? (laughs) Giant rubber hands, you say? (laughs) You heard me right. Legendary physicist, inventor, and goat biologist Shane McNabb (laughs) has developed and patented a new product to put those pathetic little hands behind you forever. Start impressing people with this state-of-the-art rubber glove that's actually a hyper-realistic, enormous hand. <laughs> All those fellas at the bar will surely choke on their words and die when they see you waltzing in there. 
swinging and flopping your huge hands around, (laughs) (laughs) slapping stuff, patting people on the back. Who's the fool now, boys? Give me a high five. Skrplow. (laughs) Famous polymath and chinchilla doctor Shane H. McNabb (laughs) was born with abnormally gigantic hands. And that's why he's always been so successful at making love to all those women. (laughs) He's the greatest man alive, in no small part due to his huge... Gorilla-like hands. (laughs) He's the greatest man alive. (laughs) He wanted to share his gift with the world, freeing men and women alike of their unfortunate curse of having tiny, very small hands that are barely able to hold a pencil. It's a real problem. And Shane McNabb's giant rubber hands are the solution. Shane McNabb has huge, awe-inspiring hands, and now you can too. That's it. (laughs) Skrplap! Oh, shit. (laughs) Fucking great. Oh, man. (sighs) Chinchilla doctor. (laughs) Yep. And goat biologist. In my uh, my seventh grade science class had chinchillas as like the class pet. Didn't Mike? Mike has a great story about some chick in his. Oh yeah, in his science <laughs> class. It was not even a science class. It was a. It was a communications class in. I think it was at, at ISU. That's very communications is very much like science, Sean. For, for chinchillas, uh, yeah. Well, we, yeah. I mean, we were given a speech, and and for some reason, she decided to talk about chinchillas. And I remember her name. Her name was Secret Name. She was like she was like half Asian and super duper hot, like like really really. Hot. And part of it was like I just love to rub them all over my face. <laughs> that was part of her speech. She's like, I have two chinchillas and they're so soft. I just love to rub them all over my face. <laughs> oh, secret name. And all the guys in the class were like, <laughs> that was another great face Mike just made for the podcast. <laughs> Good job. Secret name. A plus. <laughs> a plus for your presentation on chinchillas, I guess. <laughs> Presentation on communications with chinchillas? <laughs> Question. Whatever. For whatever extra credit, can you bring the chinchillas in and show us what that looks like? <laughs> oh, that is our episode, gentlemen. And with a score of three, I am this week's loser. Wahoo! Nice. I have been and shall continue to be the Shockmaster. <laughs> I'm Sean Keller, and oh, I tripped and fell through a wall. And I'm Mike Pareto. <laughs> Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> Maria, Mike loves you. <laughs> <laughs> have a great week. A Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. 
any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you could be jolly. Since now and then is relished by the wisest men. But the C to the three to the P to the O, we were cruising down the street in a land speeder.